the negative Nancy's. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancy's. My name is Roy Walker, and I'm joined at the adult table with my fellow Nancys, Primo Thomas, Matt DeVita, and guest Nancy, Steve Copps. With us, as always, is Junior Nancy, and if a Kid Rock wet dream came to life, Tyler Cleary. Today, we will be discussing the current lack of community as we record from five separate locations with fine adult beverages. So keep your eye on the ball and use two hands, because it's time to bitch in the empty stands. Okay, everybody, today we are joined with actor, singer, softball outfielder, and our dear friend, Stephen Dropsy Popsy Copsy. But before we get into that, let's examine our drinks. Leading off with our guest, Stevie Boy, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I'm drinking because uh, I need to make a beer run. Uh, I am drinking my, the last beer in my fridge, which is a Bell's Bright White Belgian-style wheat ale. Mm. Lovely. Not a drink of choice of mine, to be honest with you, but I do like Bell's, and uh, so I'm going to drink it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Sorry, I was making sure my thing was recording. Primo, <laughs> Very what are important. you drinking? I am drinking a Hamburg Irish Red today. Again. Actually, I have one of those in the fridge I was thinking about pulling out for this episode, but mm. I thought you'd pull that shit. So, <laughs> Matt, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the last pour and a half of my Lafroig 10-year. Oh, you lucky bastard. I'm going down, man. Damn, uh, man. Tyler, yeah. what kind of weird thing are you drinking? Like a like an unpasteurized whole milk warm? <laughs> are you drinking scissorp today? Like cough syrup and vodka? <laughs> no, I'm back to Amarato and orange juice. That a boy. God uh, damn you know, I bet you that's exactly what Kid Rock drinks, I bet. Yeah, a wet dream version, of sure. Oh, God. As you can see here, I made this a minute ago. It's uh, it's a variation, essentially, of a uh, Long Island iced tea. It's called a Huatsuko Whammer. Ooh. Oh, it's a highball. It's high all ball. booze. It's all booze in there. I feel underdrinked, you guys. I always try to step it up just because, I mean, I could drink the same thing every yeah. time, but it's more fun to do variations. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, Steve, can you tell our listeners what you do, who you are, and uh, what you like to do? and what you like sure. who you like to be yeah oh i like to be the best version of myself at all times you guys um no pressure no pressure uh, i i by day i am the office manager for the health foundation for western and central new york uh mm. local regional funder in western new york uh the eight counties of western new york as well as the eight counties of central new york um and so, thankfully, I'm still I'm still working uh, mm-hmm. on a day to day basis, uh, just albeit from home. Cool. He he is also a three time Artie Award winner. He is. Yeah. So by night, I'm <laughs> adding to my Artie collection. No, by night, I'm <laughs> <laughs> as how I met all you guys uh, in the local theater scene in Buffalo, and I've been doing that off and on for the better part of the last decade. Also by day, he goes by Melvin, and at night, he goes by Toxie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Throwing it back. All right, cool. Well, Primo, you had a leadoff question? Yeah. So um, Steve approached us with the topic of lack of community due to the COVID 19 pandemic. That kind of rings a little bit more true, especially with the news we got yesterday. So I guess um, my question is how has your day to day changed due to a lack of community that we're experiencing right now? Sure. Yeah. Well, the, my day to day, I've. I um I consider myself an extrovert. I like to be around people. I consider myself uh, fairly social, and so it's it's been very very off putting in a way to 
um, not only work remotely, I'm usually in an office of 10 people, which is not that big, but still, we're all usually all there and I'm, we're usually able to just walk office to office and chat with each other. And it's a very kind of fun, loose working environment. And you go from that to being essentially, uh, or in my case, isolated in my attic, working <laughs> off my computer and like, I mean, phone calls and emails, sure, but like literally no face-to-face contact unless it's my wife and kids, which is awesome too. That's actually the the silver lining is that I'm spending more time uh, in the day with them as opposed to being in my office. So that I do, uh, I, I don't take for granted. I'm very happy to be doing that, but it's weird from like uh, a day-to-day routine standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, totally. Well, especially when all of our like evening jobs being in theater, it's like that is super social. <laughs> It requires you to be with a group of people. So to cut that out, like cold turkey is just like, it's kind of a shock to the system a little bit. Right. I mean, the most amount of community I've ever experienced in a workforce is definitely from theater. Like I'm around like really extroverted type people typically, or they just hide it really well. Um, Yeah. And and, and, yeah, to, to, to lose out on that is uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little extra bummer. Well, and yeah, so so from you know during the daytime from like 8 30 to 4 30 doing the office job and then going to rehearsal from 6 30 to 10 30 or 6 to 10 or whatever i was always you know five days a week or or, or more surrounded by people like all day and mm-hmm. i i enjoy that like you know do i want uh do i need alone time or whatever yeah sure i like to be by myself and just veg out but sure. i also like hanging out and with people and talking and whatever and so to like you guys said, have that abruptly stop. Like, uh, for instance, when Roy were working on Curious Incident in the Dog in the Nighttime mm, yeah. a couple mm. weeks ago and yep. literally got our preview audience on Wednesday, uh, March 11th, and then 311 Day, by the way, for any of those 311 listeners out there. Uh, I'm older <laughs> than you guys, so maybe you aren't a big fans, but uh, that was the late 90s, early 2000s. That was my jam. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we get to Thursday, the March 12th, which was our opening night, and it's 4.30 p.m., and right. the phone rings, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, don't come to the theater in two hours because you guys aren't going to perform anymore. At oh, all. by the way, we have to cancel the run. Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't well, know you guys found out that late in the day. Yeah, yeah. 4.30, was, and I, was, I think God I was damn. the second or third phone call, so, I mean, it was just call it 4 p.m. Yeah, that's right around when I got my call, too. What was that like? Like, what was that like getting that phone call? You know, it, it's a little depressing because, you know, you're you're getting amped. It's opening night. We're always amped to have an opening night and to get that first real audience and kind of be the focal point of somebody's evening for um, a couple of hours. And it, especially by that point, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I have to leave uh in a couple of hours i'm getting ready or whatever making preparations and then to just be like oh by the way you don't have to do this and oh you don't have to come for the next three weeks too it's like oh that's weird Mm. unfortunately my wife's uh uncle passed away right around that time too so we were actually at her aunt's house with family so in a way i was happy to stay with them and you know kind of be supportive and Mm, enjoy their company but you know i was you know mentally like i said uh also excited to be going in and, and performing that show but and i know a lot of us are in the same boat All, almost every show uh, every show uh in the spring slot was canceled so yep. even so more some theaters have canceled the rest of their seasons like right. some people had two yep. more shows yeah. and it's just done i yeah. mean it's yep. it's it's a weird place to be in because i mean for us creatives man it's like 
now what do I do? Right. You know, I am trying to like find new, hence the podcast. That's why we did this is because, you know, we're trying to dive into something to keep our creative brains working in some capacity. Well, we, we plan on doing of... this at some point anyway. So it just kind of became like the, hey, remember that when we wanted to do that thing? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Since all of our lives are kind of like halted, it's like, what do you kind of think that's going to happen to communities like in general not even just like theater community like um all this death of like social interaction and like pretty much everything's been focused on like video chatting and texting and like checking in with like family members all the time like do you think you have any insights into how this is going to affect people already more than it has you know that's a really good question i honestly uh i think to some degree uh it will strengthen some folks um ability to use this sort of technology that you were totally. just alluding to. Yeah. Um, you know, I can speak personally for our office. I know so many people um, we're doing a lot more video conferencing and video one-on-one face-to-face type meetings and we're going to be bringing our board of trustees along uh, with that as well, I think because this is going to continue probably into the summer at the very yeah. least. Um, and so our next quarter board meeting we're going to have to do you know video presentations and things like that and stuff that folks have done i think to a smaller scale but like have not done you know organization wide and once again we're a small team but uh, it'll it'll be different because we're used to meeting face to face in rochester with our group and uh that is you know the new normal is to not do that for the first time in the five years that i've been there mm-hmm. right. which is weird Woof. yeah yeah it's definitely weird but Hey, I have a job because that's that's my job is to set a lot of that stuff up and, and get the logistics uh, worked out. So I'm happy to be able to. Because he's wicked smart. <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> not really. But I'm happy to continue that and, uh, you know. Definitely. Keep some sort of routine. What family-based activity do you miss the most? Like, what are you just like, oh, jonesing to do, but you know you can't? Softball. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's a big one. I feel like we're going to talk about that a lot. I guess in other than that though like with my with my family unit uh, uh i mean where kelly's family is so social my my parents live here but they're aside from another aunt and uncle i don't have uh the rest of my family here but my wife kelly's parents families are all here i mean the vast majority of her uh you know aunts uncles cousins live in this uh the greater area of buffalo and erie county and that so gotcha. we're so used to getting together with them i mean weekly you know it could be her parents could be aunts and uncles could be whomever or just cousins coming over and hanging out that it's and especially with the you know there was i mentioned her uncle passed away but even a few weeks before that her grandfather passed away Mm. different sides of the families but even still so before all this quarantine stuff we were hanging out with her family every day because everybody was kind of adjusting to losing that family member. So that was a shock, too. I mean, we we love hanging out with them and pretty much everybody. And so to not do that and to really just now have to, you know, maybe we do like an Easter Zoom meeting or Google Hangout. You know, I mean, it's it's weird to think of, but like that's kind of what we're inching towards. Family was the activity, man. Right, yeah. Shout out to the great uh, McMahon, Jake Eel, Cops family. Wonderful group of people. Hell yeah. Holler. Just like across the board, what are you guys missing the most? Because I think we've talked about that. Dude, I miss going to work with you guys. I miss going to work and seeing the students as much as they drove me fucking crazy this year. (laughs) Um, But it's like I do. I miss going into the shop and and creating. I, I miss... 
talking like shit to each other's faces instead of over <laughs> Google Hangouts. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're nicer to each other on this. I, 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 I want to like see the tears physically on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I like straight up just miss being able to go to Wegmans and not fear for my life. Right. Yeah. Like in the before times. Yes. Remember those days when you just walk in because you just wanted to go to Wegmans and wanted some like Chinese food or a sub and now you can't. Hot bar. Hell right. Yeah. Oh, God, the hot bar. They should sponsor us. We get a lot of shout outs to Wegmans because <laughs> they're amazing and they've loved hey, me since I was a child. Shout out hot bar. I went into Target today and I was literally kind of sweating a little bit when I was walking in and I was like, all right, how many people are going to be here? Is it going to be really bad? There was no one. There were so many f- not people at Target that there was actually toilet paper and paper towels on the shelves. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Crazy. Right. That's impressive. Damn. It's a sad metric. I miss the creation, but I get to do a lot of that here. It's weird what I miss. I miss like being able to not live in fear. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like worried about myself. I'm worried about the people that I love. Like my yeah. mom told me the other day that my dad still has to go to work, but he's like a house nurse and no one in the house leaves. So it's like mm. he basically just goes one place to the next. She'll send him a message like, hey, we need this. Like, for example, they they ran out of toilet paper because there wasn't any when they were going to buy like their typical amount of toilet paper. And my mom like went to the store to get some. And my mom has extremely severe asthma she's allergic to everything she has diabetes like the woman jesus she's a goner if she gets it I, I introduced her to google duo which i know i should not have done so she's been calling me and she just tells me like oh yeah i went to the store i'm not too worried i'm like are you come on yeah but i just yeah, I, I, I miss that being like oh cool you went and got toilet paper i don't care yeah <laughs> right right that's the millennial plight man is being scared for your baby boomer parents like stay home yeah yeah oh i'm gonna God. wrap you in in tape but uh with with that we will be right back with more steve cops hey there friends in lieu of paid sponsorships roy matt and i have decided to dedicate our message breaks to important companies and causes in the western new york area Today, I am dedicating this message break to the Irish Classical Theatre Company of Buffalo, New York. Like all the theatre companies in Buffalo, Irish Classical has had to sadly cancel the remainder of their 2019-2020 season. I have had the honor of working with Irish Classical in the past, and I am very excited to be collaborating with this pillar of the Buffalo theatre community again this upcoming season. The Irish Classical Theatre Company was founded in 1990 by Dublin-born brothers Vincent and Chris O'Neill. Since its inception, the Irish Classical Theatre Company has been a pioneer in the area of culture and educational outreach to enrich the community it serves. ICTC is a proud member of the Theatre Alliance of Buffalo, representing Buffalo's 19 professional theatres. Now entering its 26th anniversary season, ICTC continues to celebrate its strong Irish roots through its choice of repertoire and by bringing special guest directors, playwrights and actors to the Niagara frontier to work and to be honoured. If you would like to donate to the Irish Classical Theater, head to their website, www.irishclassical.com donate. To keep up with online programming and announcements, please follow ICTC at www.facebook.com slash irishclassicaltheater and on Instagram at at irishclassical. If you choose to donate, please know it means the world to not only us here at the Negative Nancys, but it means far more to the wonderful team at the Irish Classical Theater. And now, back to the pod, Slancha. And we're back. Just like that, like magic. Boom. 
Uh, it's like we okay. never even left. I was going to say, I, I echo, well, this, the guy, stuff you guys mentioned, I, I totally echo that. Like, I guess conversely, I wonder how the fear mongers are dealing with this because like the people who always live in fear, like I want to oh, see what, how, they, how they're dealing with it. Right. right. <laughs> I don't think they are. They're probably loving it right now. Like uh, fucking Doomsday Preppers is trending on uh, Netflix, so I can only imagine <laughs> what kind of tips they're taking. <laughs> right. That bunker's really coming in handy. Uh... <laughs> can we dive into like the, the whole like tragedy like i look and i we all do look so forward to summer because of softball and like being a, uh, together as a group and dude that that message from phil yesterday like i, I read that out to kirsten i was like well fuck man yeah <laughs> mm. yeah that to those of you listeners who don't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> primo matt and steve and i we all play on a softball team well matt was going to join this year as was tyler yep. we had already been doing like spring training type exercise stuff where we go out and we hit the batting cages work on some fielding and it was just taken away from us recently which is kind of great in a way because this episode was about that and now <laughs> we have more things to talk about yep <laughs> it's terrible oh, though God, it's not green anyway it's horrible no so, it, it, it's it's kind of just downright depressing, man. Like I, like those right. Sundays are so much fun to be able to go out and uh, and play. Shout out to the Queen City Softball League yeah. and the rest of the understudies out there. Yeah, those are such great days. We should give them a message break. Yeah, we should. We should. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I mean, uh, the season's not canceled officially, but I mean, either way, we're not starting on time, and who knows when and if we will. You know. Yeah, right. The first game was in, I think, scheduled five weeks out from now. Yeah, May, the first week of May. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah. How am I going to get my summer body now? You won't. (laughs) No, I will not. I know. I saw something today that, I mean, this is obviously it's more speculation from, uh, I think it was NPR, but pretty much like this might, social distancing might continue until June 1st. Like they're going to extend it like that extra month. The talks of it because of how how it's spiking right now mm-hmm. that we might need to extend these uh, control measures even longer. Right. And it's spiking Which, because um, people are just getting past the 14 day quarantine period. Yeah. So the people right. who were waiting, if they were going to get sick are getting sick now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's fucked up. <laughs> you got a bit of a spike going on. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the numbers are already bigger than what we see because I, I know there's been a couple of times where people like our age, um, well actually between 20 and 30 that if they can still breathe, aren't getting tested. So like they probably have it. Well, there's also like with the lack of testing being around, I mean, there's yeah. barely any tests. Like, uh, I was reading an article earlier today about how, Somebody in the legislature in uh, Erie County was saying, like, the numbers could be, like, triple what we're actually seeing just because we have no tests. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Oh. And that's just scary. Like, you don't know who has it. You right. know? So this this uh, lack of community, unfortunately, will continue. Yeah. And there's nothing that we can do about it. No. I remember when I brought it up to Karen when they originally uh, extended it through the end of April that we kind of looked at each other and like, we're on day 17, but I can't imagine what another 30 days of this is going to be. Oh my god, hi! Hey! <laughs> hi, buddy. What's up, boys? There's a child. There is. A, there are two now. There are children. Yeah. Milo and Noah! <laughs> What's up, yeah. dudes? Can, can you guys say hi? Hi. Hi, say my name is Milo, and I am disappointed by the lack of community in Western New York and the world. Due to COVID-19. Can you say that? Is that is that Lady you know, Kelly? This, he said he's not disappointed. You hear that, guys? He's not youth, disappointed. The youth. <laughs> yeah, he gets his parents all day. Encouraging. Why would you be disappointed? 
I was going to yeah. ask, like, what's uh, what if? <laughs> I, I, I second, I second that so hard. You know, I was just going to ask, like, what the kids' days look like, but uh, I think I just Somebody's got my phone answer. Not on. Do not disturb. It's probably Tyler. It's not me. I, keep, my I heard it. I heard it. Silent all I heard it. My phone's always on silent. <gasps> Maybe it was Kelly's. Did your phone just ding? Yeah, it was uh, Kelly's. Kelly. Which? Kelly. Which? 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 Hi, Kelly. <laughs> I greatly enjoy Kelly's uh, Instagram story. You can't hear them because they're here. Oh, about our kids? Yeah, that's pretty much... Yes, I, I greatly enjoy it. That's pretty much how we're coping with this, uh, you know, being with them uh, all the time, every day. <laughs> Documenting them and making fun of them. Oh, they were complimenting your Instagram story. Oh, there's the other one yelling. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stage we're at now. Like, Penny has discovered her voice, and she's not making words, but she just, like, makes this pterodactyl noise now because she can. And she's not angry. She's just like, I can do this thing, and it's really loud. It's great. Man, I make a pterodactyl sound every day because I can. Uh, I was just going to say, that's going to happen at least for the next five years because that's where I'm at with my five and three-year-old. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve, I remember a story you were telling me about um, like disciplining children. You were saying like there was something, and you were like, oh, shit, do I look like a bad parent? Oh, my God. Uh... I have to remember when I looked, when I felt like I was a bad parent. Uh, there's many instances. Um, no, I'm. This I, is dark. It was bro. during. It was. I know, right? No, it was during <laughs> rehearsal. But when? What did they do? Where I thought I was being a bad parent? I forget. Uh, oh, you think you can think on it? We'll come back to it because we we are at the point now where we can do um, thirty seconds with Tyler. Mm. gentlemen welcome to another segment of 30 seconds with tyler for those of you not in the know this is a segment where our very own scene weenie tyler cleary gets to race the clock while telling us about any fact he wants doesn't have to be topic related any fact and he is racing the clock for points tyler how are you feeling today pretty good dog how about yourself well tyler i'm pretty great and i'm really hoping to not be disappointed like i was last week i hope you won't be disappointed either and steve's a friend of ours so like show some respect god go hard steve yeah <laughs> all right tyler are you ready yes your 30 seconds starts now Okay, so I'm going to talk about a cat that uh, survived World War II uh, and survived three uh, ship sinking. So he started off as a ship's <laughs> cat on a Nazi ship in uh, Bismarck and was sunk by the British in 1941. The British found the cat floating on a board after the ship sank, and they took him aboard and gave him the name Oscar. Later in the war, the British uh, ship sank, killing 159 crew members, but the cat survived and was saved by remaining crew. His last service was aboard a Royal Aircraft carrier that was also torpedoed, this time by a Nazi U-boat. And that's Damn. 30 seconds with Tyler. What's your deal with like cats surviving or dying or like just being involved in war? This is the first I've ever heard of that. Yeah, it's the first I've heard of it. Well, uh, it's the first I've heard of it too, but remember the weird cats with the antennas in their back and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Spy cats. Okay. Oh, yeah, Acoustic yeah. Kitty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, you learn stuff too, Tyler. It's good for you. It's good for you. 
<laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, Steve, if you had to judge his performance on that 30 seconds of nonsense, what would you score him on a scale from zero to 10? Ooh, uh, I think I'd give him a solid uh, seven. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, he was he was trending upward and he wasn't allowed to finish. So I'm an eternal optimist. And I believe had he finished, he would have easily been an eight or a nine. But he would have had to do it in 30 okay. seconds. <laughs> I know. Primo, what would you give him? Um, I'm also going to go with a seven. Um, I'm going to shave points. Obviously, you didn't finish. And you started off with a Nazi cat. So, um, uh, so you lost two points there for me, Matt. Yeah, no, I'm also going to go with a seven. Uh, I was super interested in the story. You got uh, two out of the three in. Um, I really want a continuation, honestly. So because you didn't finish seven, but I'm curious for more. Well, that's a seven for me too, dog. So that brings your score to a 28 out of a possible 40. So, all right, all right. Okay, solid okay. C okay. Or score. That's I'll take bad. it. I'll I mean, take it's, it. It's, it could be. It could be higher. It's almost a thirty. Solid C plus. I'd be yeah. Yeah. better than last week. And remember, but, we're gonna we're gonna pull all these thirty seconds of Tyler, and you're gonna get a whole episode of the best of <laughs> thirty <laughs> seconds of Tyler. <laughs> There's just gonna be a bunch of random ass facts about cats. Uh, <laughs> you know what though that's a niche market i'm sure he t- can tap into and there's going to be a lot of people that are interested in that so carol baskin i enjoy cats i didn't know that there were things uh like cats that survived on warships and things like that so that's intriguing uh, that's something that i'd like to uh hear more about see we're educating right. our guests yeah. that's great yeah yeah it is great <laughs> all of the podcasts that i personally enjoy are all like very educational so yeah, buddy. But we get 30 seconds of it in this, and it is over. Steve, have you thought of your story? To be honest with you, I was so riveted by Tyler, I haven't really given too much thought. <laughs> I've got my stupid question, because I like to do a stupid question. Okay, so if you could do one thing with Will Ferrell, what would you do? <laughs> one thing to do with Will Ferrell, what would I do? That's really hard, because there's a lot of things I want to do with Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I. I suppose if I had to pick one thing, I would ask him to recreate the streaking scene in old school with me and him holding hands <laughs> and, and getting through it together. Yeah. Hell with yeah. old Will Ferrell saggy balls. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't love old Will Ferrell saggy balls? Frank the Tank, um, little Frank the Tank action. Does anyone else have an answer for this? There isn't a right uh, answer. Uh, one of my favorite Will Ferrell stories is the one where they bought him the costume of the Staples Center workers. <laughs> and he, he just stood up in the middle of a game and pretended to be one of the Staples Center security guards and like ushered out Shaq as a joke. Like, oh, right. <laughs> and I would totally want to do something like that with him at a different place. Like, I don't know, like just pretend we're working somewhere and like, 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 like a Best Buy. A Matt? Anything? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think I'd ask him to uh, rub his saggy balls on my drum set because I feel like then it'd be blessed, just like his stepbrothers. <laughs> Good answer. I think that's about uh, yeah, right. Tyler, an answer. Matt actually took what I was gonna say. So <laughs> wow, uh, yeah. two people in the same room thought that. Damn, interesting. <laughs> in the same room. Well, in the same in the same Chat podcast. Room. Yeah, I uh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not safe. Wash your hands. Stay inside. You dirty fucks.
<laughs> PSA. With Will Ferrell, I would absolutely love to go and spend a whole day with Will Ferrell at a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't know what kind of stuff you get into. Beyond fun. Yeah. Riding all the rides, doing like drinks across the world. Oh, He's the, a big baseball best. fan. I would invite him to an understudies game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He'd be like the first base coach. Like, hey, now. You know, Will Ferrell is one of two people to play nine games in a day for yeah, different teams. Did, that's an HBO yeah. documentary. This is an HBO documentary about that. Damn. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah, that was really good. I remember why I watched that. Was it last year or the year before? The year that before. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That uh, was fun. There's no baseball right now. That's sad. That is sad. Tyler, you want to talk to everybody about how much you hate there's no hockey? Uh, dude, I can't fucking stand it. I'm literally playing NHL 09. That's how fucking bored I am. And I'm watching like classic games. I am fiending for hockey in every way possible. Like, last time we checked up on you, you were watching playoff games from 96, Reruns. which is the year before you were born. Yeah. So we're. I'm curious, have you gone linearly or are you going subtractively? Um, I'm... I'm playing whatever the Sabres pick to play because every week they're picking old games uh, mm. to play on Monday through Friday. So last night was like a game from 2005. Gotcha. So is it curing your uh, your need to watch hockey or is it just making you want it more? It's making me want it more. Like I appreciate that they're playing games so I can still watch some form of hockey. But mm-hmm. like I don't get excited when they score a goal. Like when like a live game's happening and like my team scores a goal, I go fucking ape shit like yeah, screaming. Like Oh, yeah. It, Roy's seen it like yeah I have especially <laughs> or like when they lose like I lose my shit too so like yeah you do I don't know I just don't get excited as I typically would so this is for I'm gonna direct this at Steve because I know he feels the exact same way but I'm getting like so hyped about the bills and my fear it now is like oh fuck are we like not gonna have an NFL season this year oh geez <laughs> like I'm so afraid <sighs> yeah I was just having that conversation today with one of my co-workers uh, we were um we were actually texting back and forth because otherwise, our offices are next to each other. I would otherwise just walk into his office. Um, we were texting about this the exact same thing. We're we're super excited by you know uh, Brandon Bean, the GM, is as uh, a wizard, and he's making all these great moves for like you know the third year running, and uh, they're just they're trending upward. And I mean, they really in theory are going to be one of the you know top four or five teams in the in the AFC, and it's really a different place than we've been as fans, and certainly the team. So yeah, I'm look. I'm like, if they're gonna, if this thing stretches, you know, I know they're not gonna have a lot of off season activities and, and stuff like that. Um, save for having a remote draft, right? But other yeah. than that, like, yeah, I I <clears throat> will be devastated as a fan if they cancel the season. Like, oh, Steve, are you blaming COVID nineteen on the Bills' bad luck? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably more on the Mets' bad luck. But oh, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Was that, was that an incorrect statement? No, they just suck. They don't have bad luck. I don't know, man. When, when your entire <laughs> pitching staff goes down, that's pretty bad. That's bad luck. I was going to say, that's bad luck, but you, our, our number two pitcher, I'm a Mets fan too, Primo. Oh, our oh number, I'm yeah. very aware. Steve, Steve, Google Hangouts High Five. Hey. Yeah, not so hard next time. You're welcome. Thank you. Better ice that. Our number two pitcher went got just the announcement that he needed Tommy John surgery came out during the quarantine right? like so what, what the, the what the hell he was, was he jerking doing? off way too much right. yeah. period like, the fact that the bills have honestly one of the best wide receiver cores in the NFL now and one of the best up and coming young quarterbacks I'm just like we have never been in a better position to succeed and I'm just like 
fuck, man. Like, this is exactly how it's going to happen. That's why this pandemic is happening. Why does the world have to end when we finally make the steps towards being a good team? <laughs> right. That's right. what I'm right. upset about. Like, after like 20 years. Do you guys remember that last home game of the Bills where we were we already clinched a playoff spot and we were playing the Jets and we just fucking sucked because we put out the B team? Yeah. Yes, I, I was that. at that game. Yeah, he was. It was downpouring. It was downpouring. <laughs> Our beat, like I didn't know any of the players uh, <laughs> because they don't. They're not regular players. They're like, who the, who the fuck is this guy? Joel Friedman. Yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> um, so my girlfriend um, has never been to an NFL game, but she is a Bills fan, and her dad played um, semi-professional football. But like, she's never been to a game, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy her tickets to go to a game, and like, we might make the playoffs." So I bought it like months in advance to go to like the last home game. Once we clinched the playoffs, I was just like, "No, we're gonna have a terrible lineup. <laughs> They're gonna take all the good players out immediately," <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. But then I was talking to her, I'm like. Actually, it's kind of cool that we went to... That's the last Bills home game that could ever be. You shut your whore right. mouth. Maybe not ever, but I mean, that's Christ. dramatic. But I mean, like, at right. least in the that next little while. Dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could ever be. I felt that, and I don't even do sports. He doesn't even do sports ball, but we do need to take another message break. We will be right back. Hey, guys. Uh, this week, in lieu of uh, paid promotional ads, Primo Roy and myself would like to take the time to shout out some agencies that really need donations right now. Um, one of the biggest agencies that needs a lot of help is the Red Cross. COVID-19 has caused worldwide panic and created a scarcity of resources. We have heard a lot about masks and gloves and toilet paper, but we really haven't heard a lot of people talking about the need of blood. Um, the Red Cross has had to cancel so many blood drives in order to keep their employees and our communities safe. This quote is directly from their website. We are working quickly to identify and replace blood drives canceled due to workplace and school closures. Search for opportunities near you and check back often as we are continuously adding new donation opportunities. If you don't see available appointments near you or in the near future, please search 7 to 15 days out. The need for blood is constant and patients need your help. As you can see, the uh, situation isn't ideal, but if you are asking what you can do for your community right now, please consider donating blood. Go to the redcrossblood.org, uh, follow a few simple steps to find your nearest donation location, and give blood as soon as you can. Thank you for your consideration and helping your community. Now, let's get back to it. And we're back! Fuck off, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tyler. Guys, that was really nice of you to let me bring the show back like that. I really feel like I'm being included. You are being included. You're on the show. Your name's in the title. <laughs> yeah, man, you're you're a you're a Nancy for life now. Oh my god, N4L. <laughs> N4L. Oh, Brad gave me a good fact about the term um, uh, Nancy's being pluralized, and it basically means like. It, like if you look it up in the dictionary, it means like inf infeminate males. Yeah, it does. What the Which shit? Is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. That's yeah, so intolerant. It up like after the fact, I was just like, oh, I'm not mad about it. That's oh, funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The fuck. Guys, gotta have like um, estrogen sponsor your show or something. Oh, or estrogen. like or like Viagra. You need help with your dick. <laughs> Viagra. So, Steve, what have you been doing that's been keeping you busy when you're done with like your work responsibilities? Like, what what have you been doing? Um, kids is the easy answer, but I want a deep answer from you. Deep only. Deep. Man. Very deep. Deep. Deep, deep only. So, the so deepest. Deep. Uh, you know, uh, truthfully, a um, couple things. I, me personally, I've been, I rewatched our, the Buffalo Bills wins from last season. Tyler. So that's what I've been doing personally. But um, 
we actually, as a family, rewatched, and actually the next episode uh, airs tonight, the Lego Masters on Fox oh. Oh, and no. or Hulu, because it okay. goes to Hulu. And my, okay. my five-year-old is obsessed with Lego, and he... Um, it's like, you know, it's amazing how his, you know, he's five years old. So the attention span is not that large, right. um, but he will sit through an hour long episode of Lego Masters and just like, just gawk at the screen and right. take it in. He's like, this is amazing. And then my three year old, you know, on the, on the flip side is like, dad, uh, this is an ad. Turn it off. And I'm like, no, baby, it's not a commercial. It's a reality television show. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks that everybody talking is just one big infomercial. Uh, you should take this time to turn him into the world's greatest stand-up comedian. I should. I, should. I'll, I'll work. I would love to see Milo as a stand-up comedian. He'd, he'd be good, though. but he'd be he yeah he does have the faces, but he would be more like a Bobcat Goldthwait type character where he would just scream, or a or a Sam Kinison where he would just scream at his audience. I really hope he listens to this in like twenty years. And he's just like fuck you, Dad. I'd be like the <laughs> coolest goddamn. I'd be like George Collin. Yeah, right. But. <laughs> So the because of Lego Master, um, you know, talking about increasing the sense of community, because of our um, interest in watching that show, we've now done two weekends in a row on Sundays for like you know half of the day. We've done our own Lego challenges with uh, Phil and Amy's family and uh, um, the Nicole Samato's family, the Cavanaughs, Chris and Christy Cavanaugh, and their kids. It's all virtual. We what we do is we do our thing and then film on our phones how we're building and what we're building, and then we film like sometimes staged pieces of drama and cool. uh, little little like testimonials, and then send that all to. You're an addict, right? Right. We send that all to Phil, and then Phil Phil and or his daughter Maria, who's 14 and loves filmmaking, piece all that together, and we've, you know. So we do like virtual presentations on Zoom and then we get like a little video made that we then watch. And we've only got the one made. I think the second one is, is being compiled right now. But you, you wanted a deep dive answer and you got one because and in addition to watching a TV show, we've made our own TV show with several families because we're that isolated and bored. All right. That's freaking awesome. When's the last time you trimmed your beard? Oh, dude. Uh, I save from my neck down here. I haven't trimmed it since uh, sometime during rehearsals for uh, Curious Incident. So probably. Did you have facial hair in that? I did. It wasn't this long. But right. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, like, you're looking a little like you got some bit of girth going on under the chin. I'm hey. <laughs> trying to go Robin Williams, Jumanji. Like, what? is it when i can eventually leave my house i can put it on instagram and become famous i love it brad and i were talking about getting some wigs to do the exact same thing just just have like really long hair but for me like um my buddy who is staying with me right now he's like a very good barber and a hell of a bartender so i'm like oh sweet as you get like the drinks i want and my hair will always look better than everyone else who's trying to do it themselves we should we should all still grow out our facial i want matt to just keep growing his facial hair Oh yeah, no. I'm yeah, not I've been stop. doing it. It's driving me insane. Yo. It, it's gonna oh, be no. fine. It's the comedy that's gonna come from it. It's gonna be great. I know you guys can't um, can't see this, but oh, I haven't been to the barber. Oh yeah, in a while. Oh wow. And by you guys, I mean your audience. But yeah, it's dang. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you look like a caveman version of like Gary Busey in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell movie is that? Dang. He's just like I have the right to exterminate you with extreme prejudice. <laughs> But if you left your baby with Gary Busey, 
<laughs> it is time for Matthew's wholesome moment. Rainbows. Cold beer. Fireflies. A hard day's work. Your first kiss. A firm handshake. Fresh flowers. Gasoline. Miracles. Monster truck rallies. Butterflies. Matthews. Awesome moment. Welcome back to uh, Matthews' wholesome moment. And, uh, <laughs> and this week, our uh, question is. Well, I understand that you've already talked about your uh, your virtual Lego hangouts, and honestly, that's pretty wholesome as is. But I was wondering, what is the uh, coolest slash most wholesome thing you have seen either in person or in social media that shows that there's still a hope for community to recover? Oh, I got to tell you, I it's it's I don't know the specifics as far as where this happened, mm-hmm. but I got to say, there was a guy on social media who. Um, somebody posted this. I don't know if it was a news story or just um, like one of those feel good memes that goes around. Sure. Uh, there was this dude whose father was in a nursing home and um, he visited his father every day in person. And so what they wound up doing is when the, all of these kind of measures and, and, and regulations came down where we had to isolate ourselves, um, he would still, this is more for his father, but he would go to the nursing home and take a chair and sit outside of his dad's room window. Oh my God. And call his dad up and then just shoot the shit with him and chat. And and so as if nothing had changed, he took that extra step to to ensure that they still had those moments. So that's pretty that's wholesome. Pretty that is incredibly that's wholesome. That's fucking wholesome. Oh, we yeah. love that. Yeah, man, that's really good. Anyone else have a answer to that question? Um, yeah, this is uh, pretty wholesome. Uh, Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's just like, oh, back, back away. Throw, throw the hands up, back away. My wife, along with many other people in the uh, that I know of in the Buffalo area, are creating reusable um, face masks for first responders, hospital workers, stuff like that. So she's been hammering these things out to send out to people. And I think that's pretty wholesome, man. Just doing what you can, what little we can to help out others. And she just sits here at her sewing machine and just knocks out these masks. So, yeah, I think that's pretty wholesome. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. There was, um, I mean, kind of at the start when it was getting really bad in Italy. Um, actually, I think after it got really bad in Italy. Um, there was the whole thing where people were singing outside of their windows Mm -hmm, for sure. And just to see like everyone in the neighborhood, like singing along, like that was fucking powerful. Yeah, I got a really funny one. It's not. It's, it's <laughs> kind of awesome. It. Uh, so I have. I always keep like a little hand sanitizer <laughs> in my pocket. And I was going to the store, and this like little girl opened the door for me. Mm-hmm. Her mom was just like was at that crossroads of like, oh, you should teach your kids to be nice and open the door for people, <laughs> but you shouldn't be touching what everyone else touches. So I, uh, as she opened the door, I held it open my foot and then I pulled out my little pocket hand sanitizer, gave her a little squirt in the hands, and she I was like, thank you very much for opening the door for me. Now that is definitely reinforcing those good values. That's great. And then you smacked her in the face. <laughs> yeah, I should have just punched her in the the, the eye. Should have. Should have hit her. You know, get over yourself, kid. Yeah. Don't trust Fuck strangers. <laughs> All right. Does anyone have anything else to add to this? Um, no. 
No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts from our guest um, about community and things like that. Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, one is just if I can hark back to hark back, harken back Harkin. to what Tyler said um, about playing video games. Obviously, mm. we're we're all doing that to some degree, but I got to tell you. Uh, he mentioned watching classic games and playing video games um, and what sports networks are showing us. I, I got to say that I I lost my mind the other day. I think it was a couple days ago. I noticed that ESPN was going to air an NBA 2K20 tournament are you featuring... Are kidding me? Sorry. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. That's No, you're not. No, it's it's. I had the same reaction. And it's, it's a 16-person uh, tournament, and the people in the tournament are 16 NBA players. It's it's amazing. I think it's hilarious. I find the whole thing They're going to fucking suck. No, they're amazing at it. That's the thing. They're all amazing. <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, I, right. And Madden's, uh, Madden is doing the same thing. The NFL has players doing the same thing, which is hilarious. Step it up, MLB. And NHL. Yeah, well, MLB <laughs> doesn't make a game that's accessible on multiple platforms, so fuck that. Oh, shoot. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. Cool. That's I, a final thought. As apparently, in 2021, um, MLB The Show is going to come to Microsoft and come to Xbox is what, mm, I, what I've read the other day. So, we'll, so stick that where it goes, Prem. Steve, have you, <laughs> oh have you updated your Madden roster to have Stefan Diggs on it? No, not yet. Because I'll tell you what I do to increase my sense of community in this time without sport or theater community uh which is like the only two things that i do so it's really tough uh my i have friends friends from college who we've been since since college we've done we do like user franchises on Mm. madden so instead of using the updated rosters i'm actually we usually either do we pick a team as is or do a fantasy draft and there's about four of us that uh do this and so we've been getting some mileage out of Madden in the last couple of weeks yeah. because what the hell else are we doing? Steve, throw me into this league. Let's go. All right, Prem, send the gamer tag over, dog. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler's like, yes, he said dog. <laughs> yes. You still have your clan tag, 7IC. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> hell seven yeah. Inch, seven inch shows, man. <laughs> seven inch shows for life. <laughs> um, Primo and I are talking. We're going to we're gonna try to do some frisbee golf in lieu of softball. Yes, we are. So if that's something you're interested oh, cool. in, Steve, oh, let that's me a know. Dope idea. Yeah, because we can all play frisbee and stay six feet away from each other. And hand sanitize between every pass. You can't keep me that far away. I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> you need, want to. You, you, you wouldn't. need to get like a camelback, <laughs> a camelback of hand sanitizer, oh, I think, God. so that you can just have it sitting there, and then as as the as you throw the frisbee, <laughs> just squirt a little on the hands. Get ready for the next pass. So the next go around, you're ready. What do you think Tyler's there for, man? He's gonna be the caddy with the hand sanitizer, <laughs> running around like he's the, going to be the camelback. He's gonna be dressed like Burt Ward from the 1960s Batman TV show, and then we're gonna drive around in a car, and he's gonna hit that little red button that just squirts hand sanitizer all oh, over the road. God. That sounds interesting. That sounds like something I'm uh, a little hesitant about, but could be talked into. <laughs> well, we could all dress up like Robin. No one does that. Just like college. Just like college. college. (laughs) All right. And with that, we bid you a good day. We hope you have a great rest of your day. We also hope that you wash your hands. Uh, Wash your fucking hands. Boo. Boo, audience. Wash your fucking hands, audience. I'm ashamed of you. Uh, Yeah, we're all ashamed (laughs) of your your lack of cleanliness. But uh, yes, yes, we will will see you next time. And that has been another episode of Let's Bitch with a Negative Nancy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This episode is brought to you in support of local theater companies from Buffalo, New York. For more complaining, visit negativenancyspod.com and follow along on Instagram at negativenancyspod and Facebook 
at Negative Nancy's podcast. If you'd like to send us love letters, you can reach us at hate mail at negative Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Nancys. Do you remember that story I was asking Steve about? Well, he remembered it right when we stopped recording. So enjoy. Can you start? Can you start with like a, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Little acting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I remember that. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, we were talking and um I told you this story. So the story was this was I last summer, July, last week of last week of July, we um we hold a, a block community garage sale, community intensified, and we were um my wife and I always ho- we host our stuff, and then also if anyone wants to bring stuff to the to our sale, we from the family like we just will sell that and then give them whatever proceeds or profits rather proceeds, not the word. Um, but we're doing that, and uh, you know, my son Milo, we're in the midst of <laughs> we we've been doing this probably since then, and since you know before that, um, he's in the midst of potty training as he's three years old, three and a half, and um, he does good days and he has bad days, kind of like me during this crisis. And, um, <laughs> and in the same way, in the same way. And so he was, uh, we're outside, you know, people are coming up and down our driveway looking at stuff and, you know, he's inside or maybe he has to go inside and he's basically pissing himself. And <laughs> it's one of those things. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, holy shit, what do I do? Oh, my God. So I think we already were inside because I don't recall, like, bringing him inside while people were watching me. But we're inside. And mind you, there's a big screen door on our side entrance. And I'm just inside that on the staircase going up to the bathroom. And I'm sitting there. Mind you, he's, at this point, not even three. He's two and a half. And um, I'm sitting there going, "What? Is, what is wrong with you? Just go upstairs. Go upstairs. Walk upstairs now. Go, go. What the? What is? What the hell is wrong with you? Like, because I'm freaking out because he's peeing, and then I catch myself, <laughs> and I catch myself and realize that he's two and a half years old, and here I am just yelling at him, and there's people six and a half, seven, eight feet, whatever the you know the the measure of COVID nineteen, and then some <laughs> away from me. And, and I, I luckily no one said anything but here i am i'm thinking to myself this is where that came in roy and i was like am i a bad parent i mean i am flat out chastising yelling at my vulnerable piss-filled child his pants were piss-filled that's what that is this was milo last summer and i it's a of wild course, man you know, he he is a wild man, but you know he's super. He's super emotional too. So like, I he was just like losing his mind. He couldn't concentrate. He couldn't like, he couldn't walk up the stairs because he was like not sure. He was just freaking out, and so I made matters worse. And so I was like, oh my god, like is this is this one of those like, you know, I work in uh, uh, work in for a health foundation that focuses on like behavioral health and mental health and and population health and. So you're judging yourself now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sitting here going, is this one of those adverse childhood experiences, These this trauma experience for my kid? And then I'm like, I'm sure there are worse things. But I was like, holy shit, like I'm a bad, I'm a bad father. No, you're not. You're but, a great father. Yeah, I, I've seen you around those boys. No, I know. You're, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, I know. No, yeah, for, not yeah. bragging or anything. 
not to brag, but I know. No, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But you, yeah. you know, as you know, Primo will understand this as the years pass. Like there are moments where you just sit there, and anybody else who decides to have children, I don't mean to exclude. Um, you you have those moments, and you sit there and you go, you know, uh, I, I think I'm really terrible at this, or I, I suck, I suck balls. So it's just one of those things where that will happen and you got to get you know you got to know that you're better than that and you get through it but he won't he was two and a half he, he should not remember that because we yelled at him for so many other things that he does. 